Knock, knock. Who's there, Dutch? Uh, it's the Wrestling Open Forum. The fucking Wrestling Open Forum show right here on the High Spots Wrestling Network and maybe some other social media sites we're not allowed to say. But we are back. It's Saturday. Brand new episode. We got some good stuff to talk about. We getting into Drama Island today, right, Dutch? A ton of drama, actually. I actually like the drama, though. You I, I like said the drama. earlier on an earlier podcast from this season that you're not into the drama. No, no, wait. This drama I am. Okay. This drama I am. By the way, when we do that, you can totally hear it. I know. <laughs> That's what happens when you uh, spend all your money on microphones and not microphone arms. That's our next uh, buy. Yeah, this is our next yeah. buy. So please uh, don't donate anything right now because it's not worth donating to yet. No, not yet. Don't donate now. Donate uh, what to what needs to be donated to right now. But food. in the future, we'll make enough money to buy some of those badass how, I think it's how, H-E-I-L. Uh, Mike arm stands. You don't know anything about that, right? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Whatever. Okay. All I know We're is you're here. just saying words. This isn't a tech podcast, Dutch. This is a professional wrestling podcast. Good old wrestling, And it's baby. filled with some drama talk. So it's like keeping up with the... Don't say it. I wasn't going to say the Kardashians. Uh, I was trying to figure out... what you still what said else, it. What, what could we be? Keeping up. Keeping up with the wrestling nerds. With the wrestling nerds. With the wrestling nerds. Wrestling nerds. Right here <laughs> on Wrestling Up Informed Show. Boom, pow, let's go. All right. Like I said, it's that time once again. It's Saturday. We are here in our chairs in front of our sweet ass TV with our logo on it. And we are ready to talk some wrestling. So thank you for joining us once again, our loyal fan base of 10 people. <laughs> we Wait. appreciate the hell out of you. Make sure. We oh, boom. Mm. Wrestling up forum show. There it is. We appreciate you, and uh, we will continue doing this for you 10 people for however long we feel like doing it, and you feel like listening to it. Right, Dutch? To be fair, I think it's more than 10 people. It is but, more than 10 people, but I like to be honest. But it, it, I was going to say. I like to brag. I mean, 12 is, you know, it's pretty good, whatever. Not 12. It is 12. 12. I, I don't like to give out the real number, but it is 12. Dutch. It is 12. I mean, to so, be fair, I mean, we get a good response. It's pretty fun to hear what people say. I mean, obviously, my brother. Yep. He listens to it, and he listens to a lot of podcasts, and he like, not to toot our horn, but he says it's pretty good. How about let's do this? If, if you're watching this right now, when you finish it, uh, just shoot us a message on social media. The best is our Twitter, even though that's our least followers, but yep. uh, we can look up hashtags and all that stuff. Or you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com, Wrestling Open Forum, Twitter at Open Forum Show, and just let us know how you watch our pro our program. Yes. Because we have extended it to a few other uh, outlets, not just the High Spots Wrestling Network, but we're, we'll, we will continue to be on the High Spots Wrestling Network for the remainder of our time, of our agreement. But it's on a few other outlets, so just tell us where you – we want to know where – the best place and the most efficient right. place for you to watch it is. And it's not that it's uh, not accessible because I know people that don't have social media and yeah. still watch it. So let us know how, you know, like Patrick said, we want to know what we can do to improve team. it. Yeah. Ooh, a real marketing team. That's uh, we, we, that's, that's, that's us. <laughs> There's no real marketing. It's us. We, we, we're doing this DIY. Wanna be like, let, me, let me call my marketing team real quick. Yeah, let me call our marketing executive. Oh, hey, I'm Patrick. Sorry, hold on. Hello. Hey, what's up, bud? Yeah. Hey, yes. 
Uh, did you, you did you fix the shit yet? I'll, I'll get to it right after we finish this podcast. Cool. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks. Yep. Love you. He didn't tell me he loves me. So. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> he, he heard me in spirit. <laughs> but no, like I said, this episode is filled with drama. I guess. Well, yeah, kind of drama. Which all wrestling kind of is drama, but this is like real drama, real drama or scripted drama. That that's what's in the first uh, the first little tie in topic. topic. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it is LARP. It, yeah, somebody put that on, on one the Nerdiverse. Of, yes. Yep, somebody put that on the Nerdiverse. It, it is. is LARP. And you know the meme when you go, that's True. exactly, yeah. I was like, it, True. Really, it really is. But somebody said, why would you have to tag me like that? I, I feel you. But at the same time, it's super true that it's live action role playing. If you Dude, didn't know what that is. I'm trying to tell you. I didn't really know what LARP was until Role Models, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a movie. Pick on them if you want to. That's some cool shit. It is. It looks, these people it looks, are living their best um, lives. Yes, and that's what we do in wrestling is we live our best lives. Right. We create characters. We portray those characters or we pull for those characters that have been created. And it takes us out of this bullshit that we call reality and puts us in our LARP slash wrestling universe and allows us to live our best life. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to people who aren't living their best life, well, I guess they still are, but they have a little disagreement are the two members of our first topic. I was going to give out their names, but let's wait till after the graphic. Topic number one. That's right. Topic number one was a Twitter exchange between the one of the top guys in WWE and one of the top guys in NXT. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not like spreading any breaking news on this because I'm sure it's the whole world. It's not that it's world, not breaking news, but it's probably the most interesting piece of news. Well, because you don't hear these two names associated with each other often, so when you do, it does go. What could this become? Well, and it's, I don't know. I'm torn between if it was a shoot, I don't like using terminology, if it was real animosity between the two of them, or if they're working towards something bigger. Right. And it's been, we'll get into all that, but of course we're talking about Randy Orton and Tommaso Ciampa. In case you didn't see their Twitter exchange, I have it pulled up right here. I'm going to throw it up on the screen for you. So, uh, I believe the Sunday after no was in your house was on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the Monday during the day after, uh, oh no, that night after after NXT show went off the air, uh, Randy Orton tweeted, and this is something that once again this is what throws me off that he has criticized in the past about in the indie wrestling. He says, uh, "Heard hashtag WWE NXT hashtag Takeover in your house was great." Slapping my leg for you guys. Sincerely, hashtag leg slap. <laughs> so taking taking little jabs, nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean he put he puts yeah. the show over, but then he did put the show. It was a backhanded then, compliment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so before we just jump into this, I'm gonna I want to get it all out there. So uh, the next morning, Champa, who lost to Karrion Cross, which has the absolute best wrestling entrance I've ever seen. Maybe, maybe, don't shoot me, Dutch. Or NXT. Maybe tops the Undertaker's entrance. From, like, not, hold on. Let me, let me explain. Let me explain. And this, I don't want to get on the sidebar. I don't think anybody knows. I don't, let me get on the sidebar. 
from a production detail and like presentation format, like format. Yeah. There, that entrance is better than Undertaker's. Okay. Have yeah. you seen it? No. I'm going to go watch okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, let me, and, let people, me just and people understand why. Let me, because I am a very busy person. So yes. when I do get to watch wrestling, I binge it. So it's not like when, we have a popular wrestling podcast that you need to watch this kind of shit, Dutch. But I watch AEW. Okay. That, that's my thing. So, but I watch the highlights right, too. So here. I haven't seen his entrance yet because usually what I do is I get straight to the match and that's what I do. And I have to wait for my brother. We watch it together and we God. dissect it together. Pause for one second. A few minutes later. All right. Thank you for holding on for like two seconds. Dutch just watched the Karrion Cross okay. entrance. Okay. Like the, what you, but what you didn't see in that clip is like the first thing is like Scarlet Bourdais stands up and then this like skeleton wings are flying behind her on the screen. Right. And it looks like it's just flying through clouds. Dude, it's like. So I just saw it and I. But let me finish my explanation. I think like the timing, the presentation, and the production value is better than anything they've ever done. WWE or NXT. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about the history and the aura okay. of an entrance. I think The Undertaker's entrance, like the coolest thing I ever did was, well, there's a few cool things. When he was in the coffin after it and he rose up from the screen mm-hmm. like that at mm-hmm. some uh, Survivor Series. I don't know. what I think it's 10. No, I don't know. It was Survivor Series. Uh, when Yokozuna buried him. You, you don't know anything about yeah, that? Yeah, I know you? that okay. one. Okay. Yep. Um, I actually know that but, piece of history. But like the uh, like lightning bolts. The lightning bolts. They, they yeah. go down. Yeah. And the fire. Like, but everything else is the aura of the Undertaker. Right. Is the presentation right. of the like this, this? I get. I get why people love the Undertaker's entrance so much, and um, for the people that we're getting completely sidebar. Right okay. Now. That's our. That's our. Yeah. Podcast. It's our podcast. We can talk about what we um, want to. Even with that kind of entrance, I, I get why. And people know I'm not a big Taker fan, but I respect what he's done for the business yeah. and his entrance is great. I've just never been a fan of him. Um, I like the Boneyard match, whatever, but I understand yeah. what, like where you're coming from. It, it, it gives you that, you just, like you said, that ambiance. You're like, mm-hmm. It takes it's you like, in. It's like you're part of a moment. Right. It's, and see, this, go, and go ahead. It's one thing I've always preached to people, especially when I had Evo, is before we ever ran a show, I did promos and put out videos and packages for all the talent that were in the tournament. Yeah. And they were like, why are you doing all this? And I said, because, like, in theory, nobody knows you. Right. And if they, the way our minds work because of television is if someone sees you on a screen before they see you in real life, you're a star. Like you've done right. something to you're, get to the platform you're do- that yeah, you're at. You've done something yeah. to get some kind of notification, like notoriety is what I was, the word I was looking yeah. for. Notoriety to be on that screen. Yeah. So, like, even if I'm trying to think of a good example, say there's fans that watch our show, right? And they've never been to a PWX show before, right? And they come to a PWX show and they run into you, right? You'll have. I'm not going to say they're going to treat you like a superstar, but you'll have some kind of aura about you that they feel he like. He has a podcast. That See, you, like, right. I've watched him talk about wrestling before. Right. Yeah. And that's what builds the relation, the digital relationships with Absolutely. fan bases yep. and stuff like that. Yep. So like my thing with Karrion Cross is I was always, I was always wondering because he was good in, in TNA or Impact. Sorry, he guys. was 
like he was okay. He was never. He was killer cross. Yeah, wasn't he? I mean, and he yeah. and I've seen him in uh, like Independence, and I've seen him like I've I've worked shows that he's wrestled on. And there's people that I know that love him. Yeah, and 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 he's got he's got this crazy fan base, but I've always been like I wonder because they made it such a big deal about him signing. And they really, they, and, I, rem- yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what they're going to do with him. Right. Yeah. And that is how you make a star, superstar. Yeah. Like nobody can. That's a he, really good. In order for him to not to work out, he has to fuck it up. Right. Yeah. Like they have laid out the red carpet for him to make right. millions of dollars yeah. with that entrance. That's what I mean. They this put the time and effort into him. And it's not like, like you were talking about Ciampa. When he came in, he built himself. Yeah. He and that that's something about Champa that was really awesome. I remember the meteoric rise that he had. I yeah. mean, when he started going after the NXT title, it's instantly mm-hmm. he just and I mean him being a heel and turning on Gargano and yeah. doing all that, it was like you know, when they brought in Champa, it wasn't like when they brought in uh they're calling him Adam Cole. Right. When Adam Cole and I feel like Adam Cole Kevin Steen was the first to get the immediate push. Yeah, yeah. Then Adam Cole yeah. was second. Right. And then I because think, when Adam Cole goes to to, uh, to actually like the main roster, I don't think he, he ever will. You don't think so? You think he stays in NXT like Champa? I think eventually. I think or Champa. However y'all want to say it, I say Champa. Is it Champa or Champa? I've always. I think it's Champa. Um, Champ. We've been saying. I, say Ch- I, I don't like. know. Champa. I say. Ch- I've always said Champa. And if I'm I go Champa and Champa, I go back. Back and forth. Yeah, and he's told me before, but I can't remember. <laughs> the, um, yeah, those three, and the cross is the third one that they've just brought in and just pushed the shit out of. Immediately, yeah, yeah. I'm so, trying to think if even, like, Devitt or Balor yeah, yeah. didn't get pushed initially right away. He got there. They they basically built him to the demon gimmick. And then when they did the demon When they did thing, the demon, that was... Yeah. But that was, like, that was the closest thing to... But still, from a I, this is the last thing I'll say about it because we wouldn't need to get back to the original topic. Right, right. We need to die. The last, <laughs> yeah, the last thing I'll say is still, even with Bray Wyatt's, Bray Wyatt's that, from a production way, standpoint, number one, number one in a very long time. From a production standpoint, not that hard. It's easy. Shoot, shoot and capture. Yeah, but, but well, that one was just more lights than that. out. Yes. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean when I say that, that interest right. is one of the best interests ever in WWE. Good because capture. even Ballers. With the lights, oh, man. Uh, so beautiful. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing, and the timing's but there. They don't but put that, that is that they built that, that. is perfect timing yeah. on yeah. so many levels. Yeah, that it's insane. And they did. I didn't see the one from in your house. Uh, the entrance. I saw the match. We'll have to see it. Yeah, and I heard. So, I heard that one was insane too. So Champa lost. So Champa lost. But the the topic at hand is sorry. Is I, that's the last time I apologize. I'm just we got shitty things. I need to WD forty them. I will at some point. <laughs> but um, th- my thing is is Orton's been critical about this before on the independence. And has. yeah, I'm I'm partial both ways because later I don't want to get into it, but later Orton's wife tweeted out something to Champa as well. Right. But I don't want to get into that. I want to get it between Orton and Champa. But uh, I mean Orton has a point. But also, how many like how many fans do you see? It's, I'm trying to think of how to say this because I have ten things going through my head. It'd be one thing if there was an abundance of fans that were saying, "Why do they keep slapping their legs? Why do they keep slapping their legs? 
Why do they keep slapping their legs? But you don't. Nobody cares. Nobody says anything. It's just like when you watch a movie and say, why does a person turn his head when he's about to punch him? Because it's a fake punch. Yeah. Like, do you really think they're... choreographed, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah. And to be fair, and, and to the point, you know, when somebody, oh, well, he was moving with the move. Okay, if you're in a real fight, and I got to punch you in your face, what are you going to do? You're going to move. Yeah. Regardless. So either way, you can't really defend that with, well, he 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 moved his face with the punch. Yeah, he was moving his face because he thought he was going to get hit. I mean, you could go both ways with it. But I see what you mean. It's choreographed like with what we're talking about. And another thing is, how do you feel when you have one of the, one of, if not the best superstar or WWE performer ever? Ever. Randy Orton. Yeah. And his only criticism about an entire pay-per-view is that some people slap their legs. That, that to me, is kind of annoying. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's so many other things that you could have picked out of that but that that's you didn't what like. You... But you say... Because so, it's an indie so thing. So was it, was it that good? He's making fun of the indie thing. Yeah, he's making, he's making fun. And there was comments made, I think, to, either today or yesterday in an interview that he did where he continuously says... Where it, like I'm paraphrasing, I'm not quoting. Uh, these guys do so much physicality in their matches that they're going to get to the main roster and they're going to have like four years of career and then they're not going to be able to wrestle anymore because mm-hmm. they're being so physical. Right. Well, you're contradicting yourself now because in theory, the reason people slap their legs in professional wrestling is so they don't murder people with kicks. True. And to yeah. get a sound. So if you do it correctly... And 90% of the people in NXT, if you're going to do it, do it correctly to where it's perfectly timed to where you're not drawing attention to you slapping your leg. You're drawing attention to the blow. Right. You're actually decreasing the physicality of the match. Right. But you're bitching because they're being too physical. Right. So you have to, like Orton is trying to balance two subjects where he's he's contradicting himself. He's bumbling while doing it. To where he's just being an asshole. Right. Right. And... I I think one of Ciampa is one of, is one person individual. I've met him personally. I've worked with him. He is a unbelievable human being. Right. I love him to death. There is one flaw <clears throat> that I feel like he possesses. And it's not even with wrestling. It's that he feels like he has to be the voice to stand up for everyone. And part of me respects that. Part of me that's going to get you in trouble. That's true. And I don't yeah. think he's going to get in trouble for Popping off at Randy Orton, right I, right? I did read something today about Vince McMahon being very upset about the about the back and forth. Because, really? Yeah. Because like, I understand that you're supposed to be brands and you're supposed to be one. Yeah, you're supposed yep. to be like, but but you work for a global company that pays everybody. Yeah, it pays everybody under that bubble. Yep. I don't care if you're in production. I don't care if you work on SmackDown. I don't care if you work on yep. Raw, yep. NXT. If you just train in the Performance Center. You're yeah. getting your checks as World Wrestling Entertainment. Right. It Vince doesn't McMahon's matter. McMahon's name is at the end of it. So one thing that would piss me off if I was Vince McMahon is... And I um, I know where you're going to go with this, have, and I understand why. You have a company that is openly trying to get to you right, and be competition with you, and they do that shit 10 times more than NXT does it. They're indie 10 times more than NXT is. Yeah. 
Yep. NXT has found that perfect balance. I said this years ago. It's probably the first takeover. They have found that perfect balance to make to have people have the audience, the worldwide audience, independent, mainstream, it doesn't matter, watch a professional wrestling WWE product and feel like they're watching an indie style product. They have mastered that art. It's not indie. I remember you talking about it was on one of our podcasts. Yeah, it's not indie at all. It's just they figured out that formula. They know how to capture the crowd, and I understand. I understand why Vince would be upset with the tweets. Now, were those the only tweets? Those were the only things. Okay, so but or with, with those, outside with those of, tweets, outside of Orton's comments on right. the on the. So with those tweets being said, and I understand where Vince would be upset because I've seen it with you. Yeah, where you have two. Two talent going at it, beefing on Twitter or Facebook or something, and they're doing a totally different storyline. You're like, hey, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they're 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 creating their own ma- now. If it happens magically, yeah, and it's organic, that's another thing. But and I've seen it too. You're just like they're trying to book their own angles, right? And and that's a big thing. Is like you don't, I don't know this personally, but it seems like. You want to get you want to get the okay to do that before you do that because it might look bad if you're doing. But what do you do when you have somebody like Orton and Champa and they're doing that and they're 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 beefing because now fans like me, well, damn, I kind of want to see that match yeah. now. Yeah, and, you, and but that sucks because if they're in storylines, now you're like, well, shit, we got to get these storylines done. Yeah, so we can push this so it doesn't lose its um its push. I mean, I. Th- there's two sides to that. The first is yes. And like comparing me to McMahon is comical because <laughs> like I, we could be planning something in PWX, but these two guys doing something else in another promotion anywhere in the United States or the right. world. Right. So I don't really, if when, when I get upset is when if two, I've always been one that says if two people want to wrestle each other or work a program together, just come to me and tell me. Just tell me. And if both parties are interested, I have no reason not to do it. Right, yeah. Unless there's something like big set up for one of them. I want to wrestle we, you, Patrick. Push. Let's do it. Uh, backyard. <laughs> We're going to oh. put it on our wrestling up and show. <laughs> maybe, then maybe we'll get 15. <laughs> but uh, but the, the that's one side of it is that, yes, you're trying to book your own angles. On well, this this follows through with that is if you give them that, then you are presenting the notion to your entire roster, right? That if they go after somebody on social media, there's a good possibility that you're gonna have to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, and next thing you know, you've lost your entire roster to trying to book their own angles on social media, which happens a lot. I was gonna say it could be rough, man. You got to be careful what you say and you do because then you get other people involved and then well, you, you don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. To me, we, we talked about this on a prior podcast where sometimes it just works. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do it too often because if you do it too often trying to create your own magic and that's when we were talking about, then it just feels forced. But yeah. you just got to pick your moment when you think you f- feel or you see the moment you're like, this is it. You mm-hmm. know, like the slow clap. Well, yeah. And then you start going with it and then boom. But you wanna you wanna feel the situation. Is it worth it? Because you could get in trouble. You could get in trouble where you're not gonna be able to do anything. 
Well, another piece of it, and this, is where, this is where we'll end on this one and go on to the next topic, is uh, like what happened to professionalism? Yeah. Why, why is it okay to openly on a platform that is worldwide critique others in your company before you speak to them? I feel you on that. Yeah. It's, it makes no sense. I don't think it's, then the problem is, and this is just in my, in my brain, this is not the truth by any means is Orton is, it feels like he's untouchable. He's always been like that and too. Yeah. We can even trace that back to the whole uh, steroid case mm-hmm. when it was Cena and Orton, and Orton got in trouble. And um, it's like at that time, Orton viewed himself as the big face in yeah. the company because he was the youngest world heavyweight yeah. champion. And then it started, you know, carrying over and stuff. But it, it was always Cena, and I always feel like that's why he he's. He's That's untouchable. He's yeah, I feel like yes. That's the best way to put it. Even though I don't want to call him an asshole, but like it's, not, it's, it's like he's a. I don't know him personally, so right. I can't say that it he. I've heard. Like I've heard stories. Right. So I can't say that he's an asshole personally. He's just an asshole. He's a professional. Like he's an asshole. He's an ass. Blah, professional asshole, asshole professionally. He's not a professional asshole. He's an asshole professionally. Oh yeah. Okay. You I see what, what you mean. Do you understand yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because I love Orton. I love I watching too. his work. Mm-hmm. And if this was any other universe and there was no Cena, he would have been that Cena. Well, he, he wouldn't have, Yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Orton, Orton would have been the face of the company easily. He sells. Uh, he has great matches. Oh, my God. His his uh, in-ring ability is phenomenal. He sells so well. He, he, he does everything. He panders to the crowd. He He's so... Um, I want to say sadistic the way he does it. Like uh, mm-hmm. I love when he pretends he's going to do the RKO and it's like, you know, with Jericho. I remember yeah. the one time he did with Jericho, um, the whole edge he just angle. Gets it. Yeah, he, he gets exactly. It. Mm-hmm. And it's like Cena. Cena was only hated for as much as he was is because he was pushed so much, but he sold so much merch, so yeah. he got the push Cena was and the he's cash safe. Cow. He he works with his character, uh, his other talent and wants to push him and nothing that's why he did the u.s open because he kind of buried some talent for a while yeah and he was like you know what i'm gonna give back and he did yeah he did and i i guess that was an apology and i accepted but orton would have been that guy if it wasn't for cena and i think i don't think i know that no i'll say i think because i don't want to say i know orton but i think that's why he never or why he's never really happy seeming yeah, it's always think, because of that Cena that that sh- Cena shadow. Is yeah. what I was thinking. That Cena shadow. The closest comparison I can make is watch the Lance Armstrong thirty for thirty. Okay. And when you get that level of fame, that level of praise, <clears throat> then it's almost impossible to keep your ego at a humble level. True. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. I think that's what happened to Cena. And Cena was just running through people and doing he his thing. He was just so mega. He's making it so much as much money as he can. Yeah. And that might not have been Cena. See, that's the thing with the wrestling business is you don't make the you don't make the like the only, you're not the only decision maker. Right, right, right. So, right. like with Cena, McMahon was might have been like this. This guy's selling over a hundred million dollars worth of merchandise. What do you do then? You can't just sell, tell him no. He beats everybody. <laughs> he he beats yeah. groups. He beats tag teams. He beats he, everybody. He come. He's beating he an entire be, roster. Yeah. 
like that's and when that's, he comes in, he says, "Hey, I want the world title." And what are you going to tell and, him now? And like, if you're the if you're that if you're the guy, what are you going to say? No, right? You're going to take you're gonna the take, opportunity. You're going to make you're going to make probably fifty, sixty. But million that's out. the whole. That's the whole point. Is you don't want to go into business for yourself, but the whole purpose is to be the best that you can. Yes. And when you want to be the best you can. And none of, nobody can say, "Well, I wouldn't be like that." You don't know that mm-hmm. because I know if I if I ever was Why don't to become you just a, tear the fucking microphone off the thing, throw it. Dutch. So if I was a professional wrestler, <laughs> yeah, and I went in there and I was selling hand over hand of cash for y'all, what? Why are you giving me that look? Do you think that you could go sell? Why don't you sell some fucking W wrestling perform T shirts? I fucking will. How many you want me to sell? <laughs> Just kidding. Give me a hard time. Carry on. I could, but you know, I would, yeah. if if I was if I was doing that, and Patrick knows the kind of guy I am, and everybody else, I wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, I'm getting this. But it was like, hey, you're doing this, so we're gonna do this, and we're gonna have to give you push because you're selling product and blah blah blah. And yeah. then it then it snowballs. And then it well, just takes itself, and you know, I don't. That reminds me of a very. Very popular superstar that never got a push, and we won't talk about it because we can talk about that for two hours, Rusev. But like the point is, when somebody's that popular, it's hard not to push them. And with somebody like Orton is as popular as he is, Mm -hmm. it's just I just don't find the I don't know why he's so intrigued to attack an indie star like that. And that's where I was getting at. I just don't get it. It's I think. It's hard to find yeah. words for it. I th- I, it's just does my he thing want for to it, go down there, down well, to Florida, and do something? I just think he don't care, and which is crazy to me because you've been in this business for how long? For a while, two thousand and make sure y'all look it up. Two thousand two yeah. or three? Probably, I want to say least, it was probably something. somewhere around there, but no, because well, it wasn't two thousand. It has yeah. to be 2003 yeah. or four. Yeah. It's between has two, three, and four. It has to be. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's unnecessary. And if you have a problem with people slapping their legs, then you find, it wouldn't be hard to find Champa's number. I would be. And you text him and say, hey, listen, you're the locker room leader. This is my take on the In Your House pay-per-view. There was a lot of legs slapping. You know we're trying to present a realistic product, which is a fucking laughable. WWE to WWE, <laughs> but like just be the leader and try to fix it. Sure. Yeah. And and then like and that I doubt that conversation took place because of the the back tetter, and forth. Twitter, the titter. Yeah, the titter. <laughs> the Twitter exchange. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just, just it's like, weird. Be a professional. Yeah. I don't care what I don't care if you're on the Indies. I don't care if you're in the major leagues. Like in any sport in any profession, if you have an issue with someone. Take it up with them, or if you have, take it up if you have an issue with the team. Take it up with the team leader right. or the manager or right. the boss. Your best friends with fucking Triple H. I literally say, have- Hunter, look, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say this again. Like, tell them to quit leg slapping. Right. It looks yeah. stupid. It's it does. And if it, your it feelings get hurt, get over it. Yeah. Get over it because, like you said, you're trying to present something realistic here. You I get. I get. I get where Orton's coming from. Yeah. Dude, go another way with it. And because I, I have said it, and why am I not a huge Bucks fan? 
There's way too and many. That's and There's you hit the nail right on the too head. Too many super kicks. One, two, three, four, five, six, but seven, eight. I'm like, all right, you got to do something else because when I watch it, it's the same. Now, I don't want to put them in the same category. No, because they're not. not not at all. But the thing is, that's why I can't watch. I, I can watch a Bucks match, but that's why I'm just like, I, a Bucks match is entertaining. Yes, but what you said, you hit the nail right on the head. In you have somebody that is not under your umbrella that you can easily go out with that argument, right? And you choose to aim your air, aim your bow and arrow at someone. So somebody's under, under your, your umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, and it's stupid. Look at that. We said the same word. What's up? Boom. Boom. Shake and bake. <laughs> topic number two. <laughs> All right. Topic number two is a company taking advantage of. Firings, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating on them. I'm not either. Not hating on them. Not either. Uh, Impact Wrestling released a <laughs> video promo, which hey, oh yeah, very golf clap, very well produced, very well done. Kudos, as I've said before on this podcast, to the Impact Wrestling production team. Ever since Kevin Sullivan left and went to AEW, your production has been on point. It was good before. Do you remember a company that was called WCW? I do. Do you remember who was booking for them? Um, at what time? Uh, during 95, 96, 97, was it Kevin Sullivan? It was Kevin Sullivan. It's not the same Kevin Sullivan. I know. I'm oh, okay. Just, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. On. I was like, I've told you this numerous <laughs> times, Dutch. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, Impact Wrestling, if you haven't seen it, just go on their uh, YouTube page or their website, whatever. They have Slammiversary coming up on June 18th, I believe. And I didn't pull up shit. I didn't. I'm gonna when you talk, I'm gonna pull up the card. Um, you want me to talk? No. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, let me finish the statement. Go ahead. They released a video, a promo video, talking about 20 plus wrestlers. Wrestlers got fired and laid off. And the video in is it's a video of a gentleman pouring some Jack. I assume it's Jack. Jack. Some good whiskey. Yeah, some good whiskey. And uh, gets it wearing a black hoodie, which I assume is EC3. Walks in, sits down on a little chair. The news presenter, who is apparently a uh, independent wrestler, has to be. That do a swole. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's talking about people getting fired, and the the whole promo ends showing, I think, Gallows, Anderson, who else? Spud, EC3. Um, Wait, Eric Young. It can't be Spud. Well, they showed it. That's what I'm saying. They showed him. They just—he just signed a contract. Well, yeah, I know. But okay. I'm saying they showed him. They showed on the him. video. Yeah, yeah, okay. From TNA, All Impact Wrestling. Eric uh, Young. Eric Young. Uh, Carl Anderson. I said Carl Anderson. Right? Yep. Um, the club, whatever you call them, the Bullet Club. Yeah. And they show all these people, and they have a Bulgarian flag in it. Now, see, well. that's so. Sweet. Then he goes off Slammiversary Date Everybody watch it So My Impact's question Impact's really trying to get me to For watch. you Yes Impact's hey. like Hey Dutch You hey. want Kudos oh, you I didn't I didn't It's carpet Damn man Effect The uh, <laughs> 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 little flame come up <laughs> But uh Kudos to Impact Wrestling because Seriously. this is how you get people to watch your product that 
really isn't on. I mean, I guess they are on a major network now. Right. But uh, still are having issues with getting people to, to, to watch. check out their product. Right. Because yeah. it still is Access TV. And I don't know that most a lot of people watch New Japan on Access TV. I don't know a lot of people that do. I know most people you have to watch have, like, on New special Japan special cable World programs and... for like I know it's on satellite. I think it's on like extended like right. digital cable. Yeah. yeah. But I know a lot of people that do watch it like they're like, "Oh, did you see the last But New Japan I won't your opinion if you're watching that from a fan perspective. Yeah. What is your opinion if you see that? So I can tell you exactly my opinion on as a fan. So when I saw the video, it starts off kind of like, what am I watching here? But then when they go through the wrestlers mm -hmm. and then they give you the Slammiversary logo, you kind of go, oh, hell yeah. Because Which, because honestly, as a fan, the, some of the wrestlers that they cut, I was like, that's just unfair as hell. Mm -hmm. Like they, they didn't really give these guys any chances and stuff like that. And most of them. Most of them. Well, they didn't really back them. But somebody like, um, I'd love to see Eric Young wrestle again. Yes. And when I see him on there, uh, EC3, I want to see him have a run, man. I hated the way he was used. I mean, am I, 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 I going to see a Zack Ryder? Oh, that would be dope. Uh, He's, uh, well, no, they weren't on there. I don't, well, I, think, I don't think he was on there. I think Kurt Hawkins was. Kurt Hawkins per... Because I think he did a few shows for them when he was. But the thing, the, but the point I'm making is, I'm super excited. But first, first off, I watch their stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't watch their actual shows. That's how I keep up is on the Instagram because they kind of show you the short little clips of the match, what's going on. You know, I just watched like Scott Damore and mm -hmm. he was talking about um, the World Heavyweight Championship and Tessa's not there. And then sorry, I said June 18th. It's July 18th. July 18th. Yeah. Um, and then they had like Ace Austin coming out and Elgin came out and stuff, but like, that's how I keep up. But now that you've released this commercial, mm -hmm. this commercial is bringing me in and I'm going to watch Slammiversary. I'm going to make an effort to see what they're going to do. And the big selling point for me is you, <laughs> you point out the 20 plus wrestlers that were fired. And you know where they came from if you're a wrestling fan. So you're wondering how many of those people are coming over? Is this going to be a huge faction takeover? I mean, we're going to see like a, um, like an alliance again, like WWE did. Like I, I'm tr like an invasion. I'm I'm interested on what they're going to do. But the selling point for me mm -hmm. was the Bulgarian flag. Yeah, that's obvious. I just don't know if. I'm I'm with you like we talked about Rusev on Rusev on the debut episode mm -hmm. of uh, on the High Spots Wrestling Network, and I just don't think that's a good move say. for him. I know what you're gonna say. I we, don't, but I don't know if they're going to commit to him right now. That's probably why he can't. Yeah, I, he, my, he, this is, I this don't is think there's travel right like, now. Listen, is there? He lives in Los Angeles. That's what I'm saying, but there's no travel into Japan right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, uh, well, this is true. They might just be a one-off. Um, I I love the idea behind it. It's uh, it's a way to get people talking, and it did, and it get people interested. The problem there lies. You have to follow through with your tease. Yep. So for me as a fan. 
We already know. I think they showed Spud. We already know Spud's not going to be there. Like, so you show all these people and tease all these people coming. And who, who's like, who's actually going to come? Yeah, you don't. It's almost like making a guarantee. It's yeah. It's, when you show somebody's face on a on on your like specific promo for yeah. this big for the biggest same anniversary as their WrestleMania, right? Uh, right. Actually, as it yes, I thought it was Bound for Glory, but no, Bound for Glory is something else. Uh, same anniversary, I assume, is their WrestleMania. I'm not going to say I can guarantee that, but when you show all these faces on a promo, in the wrestling fans' mind, if all those faces don't show up that night, it, you failed. All of them. Yeah, every single person that you showed better show up that night, or you failed. You can't show all those people and then just have Zack Ryder and. Kurt Hawkins show. Correct, correct. Because uh, then I mean, people are like, and really? I even think, I even think, if you show all those faces and Rusev shows up, you still failed. Really? Yeah, I think I think it's a big get. It'll get people talking, but basically, what you've done is you've lied to me to get me to spend fifty dollars on your pay per view using false advertisement, f- using backlogged footage of wrestlers that you told me were going to be there that you always knew weren't. And it's Slammiversary. So yeah. it's the anniversary. It's their... Yeah. It's, their it's their big anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's my issue with it. <laughs> like, I understand, but you could do that whole thing and then uh, have the dude drink. Take a sip of the whiskey, just show, cover his face. Actually, the guy in the hoodie might be, well, no, Angle signed back with WWE, didn't he? I think they're, he's either signed. Or they're talking. But they're I do know they're him. trying to sign him again, but I don't know if he's signed It yet. might be him with the hoodie on. But I just get, can't take him seriously in the ring anymore. But he, well, he doesn't have to be in the ring. The, right. uh, but just have the person take a sip of drink and say, who's going to show up? And you sold it. I like that. Then yeah. then you got people that's the problem. Or or how about this one? I got one for you. Let's mm-hmm. see let's see if with the with, I like that because I'm yeah. going to play a spin on yours. Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Takes a sip. Phone rings. Picks it up. Mhm. Who got fired? Cool. Bring or them or on. like yeah, bring them on. Bring Something them on. like no, that. Bring them all. Bring them all. Or or Who'd you get? Like, kind of keep yeah. it like, like keep it open. So it's like who, or like plural, make it who's coming. It's you, like something like you that. Say, yeah. Instead of showing, I like that a lot. That you've you've thought about that because or brought that up because man, you got me excited now. I'm like putting it together in my head because I would love something like that. Instead of showing those faces, you're like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. But now it's like. I, I like that thought process of like who's coming or yeah. who was fired. You've built an expectation. Who's coming? You do. That's yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. is you've built an expectation it's, with visual pictures of people who are expect who you're expected to it's show. Pretty up. high. You okay? That's the, it's the same. It's the same concept as excuse me. A independent promoter putting out a poster with Hogan on it or something with with all these superstars on them, and then like one of them shows up. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> it and it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, I know it does. And it makes and it makes you look like a piece of shit because what yep. you're doing is you're false advertising. And you get sued and, for that. Yeah. 
and your and I'm I'm not saying that's what TNA did. I, I understand the concept of the video. I understand the thought process behind yep. the marketing value of that video, and mm-hmm. I think it worked 100. It worked, and yeah. kudos to TNA for like being being willing and having the balls to go after that. Right, right. And because uh, that's the first thing I thought whenever the news article comes, like when I watched it for the first time, which which was weeks ago. Um, I watched it. I saw the little, I saw like an article about it. Then I pulled it up on YouTube. Saw that. I was like, man, the first thing I think about any video when I see it is like, oh, they got some real motherfuckers to do this. Like (laughs) they got some produce, like some real film people to do this. And I love the way it was shot. I love the composition of everything. Right. But as soon as the news thing goes, I was like, oh, they're going to go there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. But then they show like, they show all these faces and I'm like, Man, either Anthem's gonna lose a ton of money, or this is this is their or they did. I mean, this is this is sunk, their this is their hail mary. They shored up something. Yeah, the, right. this is their hail mary. So and whenever I first watched it, I was like, "Oh damn!" They kind of mentioned the the firings, but then I, I agree. When I started seeing the faces, I was like, "Wait, what?" That's what threw. I think seeing the faces threw me off more. Then got me excited. Like at the end of it, I was like, damn, that's pretty dope. But then when you sit back and you take it in and you think about it, as a fan, mm-hmm. you saw the excitement. You saw it firsthand what people are gonna do. Expectations pretty high. Yeah. I wanna get it. I wanna watch it. I don't know if I have this hair stay staying You're up good. or not. But uh I'm just super excited about this. I, well, it me. might not deliver. That, and if it doesn't, and I can tell you this, listen, brother. If it doesn't deliver, I'm gonna be one pissed sob. Yeah, it's dude. I might yeah. not watch TNA for a. While. I mean, I like I, I keep I keep I don't I don't watch anything consistently, but I keep tabs on everything that's going on. And the card, the only thing they've announced is the is the six man or the six way I should say, uh, for the title, which is. Uh, of course, Tessa, who is their world champion. Yeah. So she's uh, going to show up, apparently. Tessa versus Elgin versus Edwards versus Ace versus Trey. What's going on with Tessa? I don't. I don't know the whole storyline. Like I said, they don't ever mention the storyline. It's just Tessa's not there right now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the entire storyline. I'm not going to pretend that I do know. Yeah. But that it. But I do know that a lot of the guys are. You think this is their way of having this match where somebody doesn't pin Tessa? Probably. I don't get I mean, that. I think, I think if we were making predictions, I'm, I think Elgin's going to go out of the thing with it. You think so? Yeah. Elgin? Yeah, they've been building it long enough. Yeah. I don't know. Eddie, I think Eddie's had that title before. I mean, regardless if he's Elgin, had it. El- they built Elgin for the last year. They have, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, when you put out... Yeah, this is... If if all those people show up, this is hell of a show. well. This is a this is the hell mary for impact. Like this is in my mind, uh, from a wrestling fan and critic, it shows me that they're they're willing to play ball. Yeah, like they're finally yeah, yeah, willing yeah. to put some money behind it. Yep, put some resources behind it, and hey, start and start taking it. Like I'm not uh, saying I don't want to say. If Impact competes against AEW, it's AEW Impact and NXT. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you get that top that big three again, then I think it's going to take Ring of Honor a while, and I don't think Ring of Honor has ever gotten to that that level of competing with WWE. 
Um, if if you do think that you're like oblivious to reality, <laughs> um, they they did they were at one point when they had bucks and them drawing like fifteen hundred people, but we're talking about 50, like, to put it in like put shit in reality. You can create your own narrative all you want to in professional wrestling, but like we went to when in WrestleMania thirty, I took Jeff to the Ring of Honor show uh, as like I guess I got him a security gig. Where he's working security for the show. Oh, I bet you love that. And, oh yeah, there's a picture somewhere on social media. But um, I think they had like two thousand people in this gym, and I mean it was packed and it was fun and it was an awesome show and super cool atmosphere. But putting, not WWE yeah, level. Putting two thousand people in a gym and considering it a huge success, as opposed to a company that puts twenty thousand people in arenas. That's dwarfing it. Like. Yeah. consistently right and you, it's, there's no comparison and it's not that it's not a success it's not as yeah. successful you're not as, you're not gonna the, you're not gonna topple the, the monster you're not right. yeah you're not gonna right. put your rock in your slingshot and take right. him down and this same will, thing with aw aw puts what at most in chicago 50, 14 15 000 people mm-hmm. for all out is that what they do i thought yeah. it was more than that for usual maybe might have been 17 18 because it's arena um but most of their most of their dynamite tapings do like three to five thousand people, right? Yeah. And th- hey, I'm not saying they're not being they're not being successful, right? They're just not toppling the beast, and they're not even close to toppling the beast. And something that people don't notice when you watch AEW, I encourage you to look for this. They have blackouts. Oh yeah, they have but blackouts so all yeah. They have blackouts all away across the arena. They cover up the top top parts, and mm-hmm. I've noticed that WWE has had to start doing that because uh, yeah. their ticket sales have gone down. But I mean, well, it's when, pretty damn expensive to go to a damn WWE show too. Yeah, when your television is drawing WWE house show numbers, like yeah. you're not, you're not, you're getting yeah. there. I'm not saying that AEW isn't getting there because I am a critic. They're I am still a harsh, growing. I am harsh on AEW sometimes. But I have a ton of people, even more now, yep. that I love and adore that work there, that I want them to be successful and make money. Um, I, I think I think they're careful. headed in the right direction, but they are on a very – and listen, I've been critical of Jim Cornette too, <laughs> but if you listen to FTR's interview with Jim Cornette mm-hmm. on his last Jim Cornette experience, it's about three hours long. I think the last hour and a half or two hours what are it is. them. Yeah. He makes some very valid points about AEW wrestling. <clears throat> and from a he's talking from an old school perspective, but he did a like Jim, Good another job. golf clap because he <laughs> didn't go crazy. Like he normally does. He didn't like go his, crazy. His he rant. didn't get loud. He cussed a little bit. Yeah. But he didn't get loud. He and he made some unbelievably like very systematic right. evaluations. Yeah. From his experience, right, that they need to listen to and take into consideration. And they're not going to because they're going to say, "Oh, it's Jim Cornette, fuck Jim Cornette." You know, he what never, you're doing he never right liked now, us. He hates the Bucks, whatever. <laughs> which is going to be the downfall of that company. Right, right. So is, you're you are being the dad right now because you've got people you know in the company and you want it to work, you want it to prevail, but you're like, be careful, guys. Yeah, you're you're, you're watching them. You're watching your boys grow up. Yeah, that's what and you're doing. Like, whether, which isn't a bad thing. You're you're wishing the best, but you're like, but is, be careful. Look for the signs. This is the thing, and this goes to Impact Wrestling too. Like, you might hate somebody, but if they are more educated about a subject than you, right. 
and have more experience mm-hmm. and success than you in that field, you have to take what they Listen. say. You have, even if you don't agree with it, you have to take what they say, like into consideration. Yeah, can I? Um, because you you can tell when somebody's just shitting on something, right? But you can also tell when somebody's shitting on something, but trying to make your product better. Because right. there's there's two types of people in the world, which most of Twitter and social media are filled with people who just like to shit on things with no with no inkling of how to make it better. Not a drop of knowledge. The the other are people that shit on what you're doing. Because they feel like it can be better. Right. And that's the difference is if you listen to the people that are shitting on your product or giving you harsh criticism or just staying on your ass about something, there is a thought process in them that's telling them, like, this could be better. Right. Like, they could do better. Like, right. why are you doing Keep it like pushing. this? Keep why pushing. Why are you doing it like this when you could do it like this? Right. That's, that's a hidden, They don't understand what's going on in those meetings. That's a passion that pe- most people overlook. Right. They just say, this person don't like me. Screw them. I'm not listening to them. Right. If yeah. someone spends that much time, they're either obsessed with you or they feel like that you could do a better job. Yeah. And there might be three seconds of their 10-minute rant that you can pick out and say, this is what I can do better. Right. This is how we can make it. It doesn't better. have to be ev- all of it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every every. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to take minutes. everything they say and change all your stuff. He could have said, literally, change your logo. That could have been it. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, but, I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm seeing where you're coming from. And like what I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. get your feelings hurt. Get the hell over it, man. Yeah. Just move on. What, what Take it, constructive criticism. What it boils down to, Pride, and once again, we're getting, we're getting away from the topic at hand. What we it always boils down do. To, Damn it, this is the Wrestling yes. Open Forum. That's why yes. it's called the it's Open, open forum. forum. The O and the F. What it boils down to is at the end of the day, it's about making enough money to continuing to get your paycheck. Yeah. Because it's it, it can you can call it a wrestling company. You can call it a bunch of friends running a wrestling company, a bunch of friends hiring a wrestling company. I'm talking about AEW, not Impact Wrestling. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. No matter who runs it, no matter who the vice presidents are, no matter any of that, it's, its core value is it's a business. Absolutely. And a way a business succeeds is a business continues to make the right decisions and make money. Yep. The way a business fails is a business makes the wrong decisions and loses money yeah. and goes out of business. And, and that's and, that's it. And it's so, kind of like Impact right now. It's yep. throwing their Hail Mary with the mm-hmm. firings and trying to, uh, I don't want to say pick up what they can because it's not, it's great talent. It's just like, if you, let's just say they picked up 23 people. Mm-hmm. How the hell would you introduce 23 new? I don't know. Like that, that's the point well, I'm making. Like, this, woof, that is a lot of talent to introduce. This is where we end, end this discussion is I'm making a bold statement. If everybody, with the exception of Spud, because we know what happened there, I'm sure that wasn't part of that. Yeah. Part, yeah. I wasn't in the agreement. That wasn't in the realm of reality when, I, when they made this thing and put it out. Um, if, if everybody they showed, including Rusev, shows up at Slammiversary, Impact Wrestling has arrived back at, to where it once was as the top two Oof. in professional wrestling. Oh, I 
am going to say that it will be on the heels. I don't think it will ever reach where it did in 05 and 06 with like Spike TV. God. Level. Yeah. I literally go Spike back and TV, watch it. Spike TV, Jones, Daniels, AJ, Daniels, AJ, Motor City, Angle. Machine Guns, yeah. Cron- Consequences, Creed. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, that was some good stuff. And Angle and Christian Cage was on there and Booker T. And I'm like, just, I'm just saying, if Impact pulls it out, well, I won't even say the top two. They'll be part of the top three if they're not already considered. Because I don't, I think they're on. And the, we're excluding I think the Fed itself. They're on just the NXT, level. AEW, and. Well, the Fed. Well, WWE is, of course, top, then AEW, and then it'll be Impact. But that's what I'm saying. The three would but, be NXT. Because as of right now, I think Impact and Ring of Honor are battling for that third position. They're battling? Just because Impact, I don't, I don't know what Ring of Honor's viewership is on TV. I don't know what Impact's viewership you know, is we'll, on TV. We'll, we'll look into but that and we'll discuss it. they both have these small shows with 500, 600 people there. Yeah. yeah so yeah, they're, yeah. they're the same Oh, I see level. what you mean now. You yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The... um. Yeah, I think if Impact can bring in, let me put it like this: if Impact can bring in all those people, not all the people that got fired, all right. the people that were presented in that yes. promo, they can they can draw five, six, seven thousand people in arenas in America. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they need to do. Then they can start touring. I'll go with can, that. Then they can turn from a television wrestling company. To a professional wrestling company. We'll see then. Yep. We'll see. I think that's all the time we got to do. I'll encourage you to this Monday to check out the first episode of Kick Out with Dutch. I've been on his. I've put out two episodes of Take It Home, and he's sorry. Finally, I've been really, 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 really thinking about what I want, and he's finally gonna do it, and he's gonna put out an episode of Kick Out. It's like a little quick hit. It's a quick hitter. It's like, not a, It's not very my long. Li- yeah. My Take It Home is extended version of what this episode is. It's just interactive live with fans. But, uh, yeah, Dutch has got kick out, so make sure you check that out on our Facebook uh, Facebook on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash wrestling open forum, or on uh, our YouTube. It's youtube.com. Because we don't have enough f- subscribers to... <laughs> to get the... the yeah, you know yet. what? If you, if you watch stuff on our YouTube, which we're about to put all of our... All of the past episodes since we started on uh, High Spots Wrestling Network on our YouTube, just go subscribe so we have subscribers and then we can get our own little youtube.com backslash wrestling open forum. Hell yeah, baby. For the love of Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening to us talk about some wrestling. We jumped a lot off topic, but that's what the beauty of this show. If you watch this show and expect us to stay on topic, you are sadly mistaken. No. I think some of our off topic stuff is just as good, if not better, than the topic stuff. Yeah. 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 So, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube page, like us on Facebook, and I guarantee you, Mm. we have a ton more content. Buy us tacos. I'm always cool with that. Buy us tacos the next time you see us in public. If you buy me a taco, I'm going to high five your freaking hand. I'll give you a shirt. I will give you a shirt. I'll give you a shirt. Dutch will give you the shirt off his back. Okay, yeah. I had to think about it for a minute. Yeah, I'll do it. All right, guys. Thank you for the listen. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, I'm Dutch. We're the Wrestling of Informed Show. Beep, beep.